Welcome to the Tara Brunette Mindset Podcast, where we chat all things mindset, manifestation, and creating your dream life. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Um, If you guys have been following me on Instagram, you may have noticed I've been diving deep into the human design world lately, and I'm pretty obsessed (laughs) and just so fascinated by everything I've been learning and, and been finding. And that's kind of prompted me to start a little bit of a series called the Projector Project, which is... There's five different types of human design and projector is one of them. And that is what I am. And in my obsession to learn everything I possibly can about it, this is such my MO. I love to create little experiments and really test out the theories and see if they work for you guys. So that is my goal with the projector project. I really want to start living my life by my human design as much as possible, um, And as a projector, I'm very motivated to like master systems for success. That's kind of like basically my life purpose, I feel is like, which is so funny because as a projector, our signature kind of thing that we aim for is success. And that's always been my thing. And human design is just like the total package and identifying um, what you need to do in order to be successful and how to make decisions and how to proceed with your life. And it's just been so interesting. So I just wanted to chat a little bit about my projector project today. And I also want to talk about um, getting recognition and invitations. Those might be in a later episode. We'll see um, how far I can get here before my next coaching call. But um, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, you can find your human design by just Googling human design calculator. And you just need to know your date of birth, time of birth, and where you were born. Um, you don't know the exact time, what you can do instead is try searching 6am and then write down what type you are and then noon and write down the type and then 6pm. And if it's all the same, then obviously that is your type. If it's different, then you could look into the two and see which one resonates with you more because I resonate so much with my human design. So I'm sure it'll be quite obvious to you. Um, 70% of the world are generators or manifesting generators, uh, eight to 10% are manifestors, um, 20% ish are projectors and then 1% are reflectors. So the projector project has been born after me kind of finding more about my human design and just getting kind of frustrated with the lack of information there is out there to actually like live as a projector other than wait for the invitation, which I'll dive into. Um, So I'm just kind of going all in and experimenting and sharing as much actionable steps that I can in order to implement your own projector project. So if you're a projector, this episode is for you. If you're not, or maybe you're with, maybe your partner's projector, this could be a great way to kind of understand them. Um, The other thing I was going to say, what was it? It was, oh yeah, I created a projector project Facebook group. It's just like a free spot to share like all the little posts I'm doing on the projector project, things I'm learning with projectors, podcast episodes, and so on and so forth, and just really good resources. So I will link that in my bio. It's called the projector project on Facebook. So my really, my goal moving forward is number one, to really let go and be led And then number two, like how I'm going to be led is by really following my intuition 
inspiration, the impulse, and the invitation. So I'll just kind of go into detail on what I mean about those. So for let go and be led, really trying to stop controlling the how. (laughs) And so stop doing what I think I quote unquote should do and completely and totally let go of all rules and shoulds and kind of former ideas, which is very scary for me. And I just want to allow myself to be led through the universe guiding me. So I believe that the universe is constantly guiding me through my intuition and inspiration. And I noticed something that I do do when manifesting is like I'll set an intention. So let's say I'll set an intention for a 40K month. And then I'll have an idea come to me. And all of a sudden, I've decided that that idea is like, that has to create the 40k or I failed. Whereas if I was really like letting go and being led, that could create a portion of the 40k that could create something that is leading me towards the 40k. But I really need to stop getting into that space of like, this is it. This is the idea that's going to make me all the money. Because then I'm making myself wrong when it doesn't work. And I'm constantly feeling disappointed or that I'm doing something wrong instead of feeling successful when things are going so well and guiding me towards that ultimate outcome. So really letting go of the how and trusting that it could be like an entire series of opportunities and things guiding you towards that intention, not just that one thing. Don't get fixated on that one how. And then diving into the intuition, inspiration, impulse. So as a projector, and due to like a lot of aspects of my chart, I have a very strong intuition, which is crazy because years ago I was not in tune with my intuition at all. So I'm really trying to stay connected to that. And in order to do that, really the most important thing is like getting quiet every day, meditating, journaling, getting out into nature, napping, um, just really allowing myself space to actually do nothing, which is something I kind of heard from Jenna Zoe, who is a human design expert. She's also a projector and like literally laying there and doing nothing, like not even meditating, not listening to music, not listening to a podcast. Like I feel like I'm constantly trying to be doing. So that's kind of my goal every day for like maybe 20 minutes is to do nothing. Can you imagine? I'm not sure how that's going to go. I did it for 15 minutes yesterday and that was definitely long enough. (laughs) And I kept picking up my phone and getting distracted. And then inspiration um, to me is just when an idea really excites me and all I want to do is learn about it and dive deeper into it, i.e. human design for projectors. So I'm really trying to follow that inspiration whatever really excites me and lights me up I'm pursuing that with all I've got as you can tell by doing this projector project creating a Facebook group writing blog posts writing Instagram posts putting it on my podcast I just really want to share what I love with zero expectation of an outcome um And there really is zero expectation because I'm not selling anything to do with human design. I'm just really interested in it. Um, And then the impulse. So this is really just trying to tap into and follow the impulse moment to moment. So an impulse to me feels like something I'm being pulled towards doing or feels really blissful. And like, what is the next blissful thing that feels really good to me? Um, For example, like when I get into work, I just sit at my computer. I'm like, what feels, what am I feeling pulled to do? And I had a very big to-do list today, but instead I wrote a really detailed post about projectors and invitations, and I'm recording this podcast about it, and I'm really trying to follow the blissful impulses. Um, 
So that, and this is really trying to tap into this regardless of external circumstances that may be dictating like what I should be doing, like I just said. And obviously I have really created my life in this way where I do have that freedom. But if you are a projector and you don't quite have that freedom, just on days off, what can you, can you really just tap into your intuition and the impulse? What is the next um, blissful impulse that you're feeling called to? And if you're kind of new to mindset work and manifestation, you might be thinking, well, like all I would do all day long is watch Netflix. But you the first thing, if that is what you're feeling called to do, that's totally fine. You probably haven't been allowing yourself the guilt free rest that you've needed previously, which is why you would feel that way. So once you allow yourself truly clean rest, which is like not shaming yourself or constantly thinking about what you should be doing, you'll find you start getting more motivated than ever because you're finally recharged and projectors have a limited amount of energy. We really need to make sure we're only doing things that we love. So once you are recharged, you'll find it feels amazing to follow your inspiration, to create things, to learn like projectors love to learn. And um, you're just literally designed to like master things and guide others. But you cannot do that if you are not rested. Um, and then that leads me to the invitation. Okay, so invitations. Um, as a projector, this was definitely the most kind of annoying uh, disappointing thing for me to learn is that I'm meant to wait for an invitation um, because I'm also an Aries and I like to like take action and get shit done and I'm very motivated and ambitious and I at first when I learned this I was like oh my gosh this is horrible like how am I ever going to be successful but the more that I dive into this I would love to reframe this for all the projectors is that I realized that this truly is a blessing, not a curse, because it actually frees up our limited energy and that we don't need to push and force things and try to keep like attempting different ways. You know how like um, it's kind of like throwing spaghetti at the wall, seeing what sticks. We don't need to do that. We literally need to like sit in our magic, shine our light. And when the invitations come, we use our authority to decide, which I can dive into some information on the authority as well. So if you're like, okay, but do I need an invitation to like go for dinner or get groceries or whatever? P.S. I'm also recording this in my car. We're meant to go, hence why you might be able to hear an airplane. Um, we're going to go seek, seek some kittens. Um, we're getting a kitten. So um, Trevor's late. So I'm just recording this in my car. Anyway, that's a side note. There always has to be some sort of background noise, background noise I think. It's like wouldn't be my podcast if it didn't. But um, so you, we just need an invitation from what I'm really understanding in this and where I was really feeling stuck in sharing our gifts and knowledge. So we don't want to like projectors have a very penetrating aura. We see things differently. We can see like we can look at someone and talk to them and like know exactly what they need in order to like improve their life or improve their business or whatever it is. So it can be very tempting for us to like tell people what to do. And and we may have been perceived as bossy growing up. I know that I was, but it is because we truly know the answer. But without the invitation, we're not going to be heard correctly we can be viewed as kind of repelling or pushy and we can end up in kind of deep bitterness if we try to keep forcing our insights on people so if it's anything to do with sharing your 
gifts and who you are kind of like as a person. So I would say a lot more in terms of career, you need an invitation. And um, it's also stated like you need an invitation for the big decisions like um, where you're going to live, who you're going to marry, that sort of thing. And the interesting thing is me and Trevor are both projectors. Um, and um, I want to do an episode on that as well, like projectors in relationships, because from the get-go, no one invited anyone. We just both knew instantly, and then um, it just worked so easily that way, which is interesting. So anyway, um, can we still manifest our dream lives if we are sitting around waiting for an invitation? A hundred thousand million percent, yes. So projectors can be so powerful and successful. There have been like Obama, Barack Obama was a projector. Um, and especially when we're living by our design, we're even, we'll be, we are thriving. So something I've been playing around with is manifesting invitations versus like specific things. So instead of thinking like, I want to manifest all this money, I'm thinking like, okay, I want to manifest an invitation to write a book with a large cash advance, or I want to manifest an invitation to receive more money doing what I love, or I want to manifest an invitation to speak at a large event. So that can just be like another spin on the, um, on manifestation in terms of being a projector is thinking about manifesting invitations. And something that I really have been enjoying doing is creating a journaling or like get a page in your journal, split it in half and write desired invitations on one side and then, um, <laughs> received invitations on the other side and start like writing down all the invitations that you get, even if it's something super small, like it, and it doesn't need to be relevant to like your career, but it could just be like when people invite you to go for dinner or to meet for a drink or like something very small, but just start really noticing how you're being recognized and invited every single day, because that is going to draw more and more invitations to you for the bigger things. It's just like anything with law of attraction and manifestation, not what we focus on expands. So anytime you're getting an invitation, um, you want to recognize it and celebrate it. And then also write, start writing down your desired invitations like I described before. And then what do you do while you're waiting for the invitation? So our biggest thing is like we love to learn, study, grow. It is so important for you to be in your light. So share what really excites you with zero expectation, like what I'm doing right now. And we're meant to be a light for people. So you don't need to sit on the sidelines while you wait. You want to create content that really just gets you excited. And before you know it, I guarantee you're going to have an invitation that invites you to share just what like you've been so lit up and excited about, which I'm hoping will happen for me in human design. Um, or I know it will happen, but our biggest challenge as projectors is to really trust that the universe is going to bring us the abundance and opportunities we desire without us having to make it happen in the conventional way that we've been kind of taught all of our lives. And the best thing we can do as projectors while waiting for an invitation is to really work on our self-love, our self-worth, and the eight um, key areas of abundance in human design. So I actually did a whole blog post on this as well to reflect this podcast. So if you want to, um, if you don't want to like take notes, you can go check out my blog, but I'm going to go through those with you and how you can apply them in your daily life. And these eight abundance keys apply to every single type. So it doesn't matter if you're a projector or not. This is for everyone. Some of us um, have like certain ones highlighted in our chart. That would mean we would, that would be like our really area to focus in on. Um, but for now, it's perfect for you to just focus in on these. And 
until we kind of learn these lessons that I'm about to go over, we're going to keep attracting experiences into our lives that that teach us this lesson. So for example, if you keep attracting like horrible men into your life and like dating experiences, you may need to work on your self-love. And I realized that I keep attracting this scenario of like having to push myself and energize myself and take caffeine pills and energy drinks. And I was like, I just realized it's because I wasn't allowing myself to be authentically me. And that was like a big light bulb last week. I like burst into tears when I figured that out. So let's go through them. So Gate one is the creative and self-expression. So how authentically you are expressing yourself in your life. And a really good journaling prompt for that would be, have you learned to express yourself authentically and not judge yourself because of it? And then in terms of like an action step, I would say before you put content out there, or before you kind of speak, not all the time, obviously, but when you can, just ask yourself, is this, is this coming from an authentic and loving place or is this coming from fear or lack. And especially like if you're a projector in business, are you being just authentic in your expression of what you're putting out there? Or are you putting stuff out there because you think it's going to convince people to like sign up for your course? You think people need this course, but really what you want to be talking about, like you think people want marketing, but really you just want to be talking about manifestation. Like, are you being authentic to what you really want to teach? Because the faster you can let go of like what you think you should do and really pursue what you love to do and talk about, the faster you are going to have so much abundance in your life. And then gate two, is it gate two? I think it is. The receptive and the direction of self. So it is how much do you believe you deserve the resources you need to fulfill your destiny? So really checking into that self-worth, especially in terms of money. And a good action step is like, yeah, do you feel worthy of what you're charging? Or do you feel worthy of what you're receiving in your job? Do you feel worthy of more? And where do you really need to recognize your worth? Um, and then a journaling prompt is just like, do you believe you're worthy of these things? And will you be able to manage the money well when it comes? So that is a good one. Just really checking in. Like, are you feeling guilty when you're charging people? Do you feel comfortable with your pricing? If you're not in your own business, like, are you getting what you deserve in, in order to really fulfill your dreams and your desires? And then... A really good way to go work around that. Actually, we're going to get to that. Um, then we've got gate seven, leadership supports. This is all about how powerful you feel every day. So how powerful do you feel in creating your dream life? And a really good action step for that would be, I just had a panic that I maybe wasn't recording and I was like, oh, no, okay, we're good. Um, would be rating each of these areas that I'm about to say, um, it, number one to 10 and how powerful you feel, 10 being very powerful. And this could be like in your family life, your business, your friendships, just in your life in general. So number one is ability to communicate responsibilities when in a leadership role. How powerful do you feel in that area? And then ability to attract loyal and potential clients, friends, business partners. Um, ability to accept judgment and critique and use it constructively. Ability to take on differing roles as needed. Um, ability to lead by serving the will of the majority. And then the ability to guide with authority and just really know your own power. So a journaling prompt for that is just what area did you rank the lowest and how can you really develop your power in this area in your daily life? And then we've got gate 10, love of self. This is one of my abundance keys. How much do you love yourself? So 
this is just, I mean, this is something that's going to improve your life no matter who you are, is just really increasing your self-love. So an action step would be to start writing every single day reasons why you love yourself, show yourself love in any ways that you can imagine, whether that's through self-care or really delicious food or honoring commitments that you make to yourself, um, like just putting on some lipstick some days or like putting on a cute outfit or really like just loving, loving yourself. How can you love yourself? Like, how do you want to be loved? And how can you do that to yourself? That's something that was so crucial for me to understand when I was single was like, I just knew that I wanted someone to tell me that I was beautiful and brilliant and really good at my job. I wanted those words of affirmation. And so I, that's how I want to be loved. That's how I needed to start loving myself. And that is when I met Trevor, when I finally just loved myself fully. And then we have gate 13, which is forgiveness. And I think this is a huge one. Um, how much have you released the pain of the past and found the blessings? So an action step for you to do is make a list of all the experience and pe- experiences, people, and situations like involving yourself that you are still holding on to pain around and need to forgive. Either forgive them or forgive yourself. And then try this forgiveness exercise with each one. And I warn you, this can be difficult. This isn't like a fun thing to do sometimes it really depends um what the situation is but it can bring up some emotions but this is the most freeing thing this is going to clear like your aura and draw in manifestations to you like crazy like you need to practice this exercise so uh step one pick one just person or event for this exercise and then set the scene so see yourself in the situation or see the person that you're working on forgiving and then give yourself two minutes to feel the anger and pain or whatever it is that you feel like sadness guilt shame whatever it is and it's even great you can let it out by like yelling if you can or hitting a pillow or crying like let the emotions flow but don't dwell in this area two minutes max And then number three, forgive into love. So just ask yourself, like, what did I learn from this? How did this situation make my life better? What could have happened in the past for this person to hurt me or for me to hurt this person if you're forgiving yourself? And then really feel into it until you feel a a sense of relief. And you may not feel complete relief. So it may take a few times to feel complete forgiveness, but that's totally okay. But a little bit at a time, you're going to feel it slowly fade away. And this honestly will be life-changing for you. I've had women in the dream body course. I do have, if you're in my membership, I have a forgiveness meditation that takes you through really powerful exercise as well as in the daily mindset design. There's a six-phase meditation, which also goes through that process, exactly how I just described. Um, And people had massive breakthroughs when they really worked on their forgiveness. Um, Yeah, it's huge. And then we've got fifth gate 15, love of humanity. So how much your choices are not only good for you, but benefit humanity. And this can really tie into your self-worth as well. So something that was helpful for me as in terms of a journaling prompt is write a list of all your desires and then take each one and note how it would benefit you and how it would benefit everyone around you. So I'm going to choose a purposely kind of shallow example because you can really apply this to anything. So I want a Range Rover and that would benefit me and that it would create a massive feeling of success and pride. It, it would really make me feel so proud and successful with my business. It would inspire my clients in creating their gym life, dream life, gym life, dream life. Um, it would give me such like luxury and comfort and really elevate me into like this abundant mindset. And it would benefit those around me that get to drive in my beautiful new car who can, I can really inspire them to chase after their own desires as well. Um, 
So really take a look at that and like, how are your desires benefiting humanity and your choices? And then a second journaling prompt for you guys is, um, what are all the choices you've made in the past that have turned out to be, to really benefit those around you? And then we have, we have two more, um, gate 25, love of spirit. So how much do you trust spirit as the source of everything you desire in your life? And this is huge, obviously, especially as a projector, because you're really trusting that the universe is going to bring you those invitations and opportunities. And, and that can be hard if you don't have any trust in source. So journaling prompt is, do you trust that a higher power can provide you with all the invitations and opportunities that you need to fulfill your life purpose and feel totally abundant? And in terms of an action step, just really get connected to that higher power in any way that feels good for you. Some people that might be walking in nature. Um, for me, it's really meditating and journaling and tapping into my intuition. I really love to do like a Q&A with my journal where I'll write a question out and then I'll just sit with it and see what answers come through for me in terms of like receiving an answer from the universe. And that really helps me feel connected and really just taken care of in terms of in terms of source, which I love. Can't believe how woo woo I sound, you guys. <laughs> um, and then we have gate 46 embodiment. So how physically vital and grounded do you feel in your body? Do you celebrate life and appreciate what your physical body can do? So an action step is going to be get grateful for your body every single day. Go do the, go listen to the dream body rampage, um, podcast episode. Um, especially when you're moving it and when you're doing exercise or any type of movement, really check in with your body. Like, where are you feeling the movement? What does, what are the sensations that you're feeling? Where, where do you feel heaviness, lightness? Like get into your body, create that mind body connection. Um, and then a journaling prompt, I would recommend making a list of things you love and appreciate about your body and, and truly read it every single day. So, that is my tips for you while you're waiting for the invitation to really focus in on those key areas to just create massive success and abundance in your life. And I would love to hear what you guys think. If you are a projector, if you want more human design, let me know, um, invite me <laughs> and I will just keep on sharing. So I love you guys. Thank you for listening and I'll see you soon.